This is a podcast about male vulnerability. Vulnerability is not synonymous with weakness. It's about looking inward before accepting, critically reflecting, and expressing our individual perspective. This perspective isn't about being wrong or right. It's about, as a male, encouraging a humble openness amongst others and with yourself. So today uh, we are talking about a topic, a very interesting topic, a topic that I'm very excited to be talking about with Eddie today. Um, and this is about the validating of emotions. Um, and yeah, in this, in this episode, I guess we'll be talking about the, the benefits, the problems that we kind of face with you know, validating our own emotions that arise from within us and the emotions of, of others. Um, and you know, maybe some of the, you know, the pitfalls, the, the things that could go wrong and, and um, you know, how that can affect you. Um, so Eddie, um, I think we should start off with a couple of questions. The first one I think is important is what exactly we're we talking about when it comes to emotions. And the follow-up question for that, once you've successfully answered that first one, will be, you know, how do they differ to moods? Because emotions and moods, obviously, you know, very much connected. Yeah. So I guess emotions more so, I guess, are linked with feelings and very much the words are kind of used interchangeably, but it's really that reaction that kind of happens within to an event or circumstance or something that someone says uh, they almost can't tr- can't control. It's almost like just a very much a sh- short-term reaction, an instant, immediate reaction. Um, I guess how that differs to moods is moods are really, I guess, the reinforcement of those feelings, yeah. which then create this sort of sustained, um, almost like, I guess, longer-term um, feeling within you. So that feeling, I guess, of being down, Mm-hmm. so to speak. Yeah, I'm, very I'm much, in a bad mood today. Yeah, it's yeah. very much a mood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. As, oppo- as opposed to the feeling of excitement in yeah. response to um, something happening. Right, yeah, you wouldn't say I'm excited today for the whole day. I'm, I'm in a happy mood, which, which would have the feelings of excitement or joy or, or whatever. Yeah, Emotions likely. Of, yeah, yeah. yeah, likely. Okay. Yeah, Okay. Um, yeah, so this is an important topic. Uh, we, we feel this is an important topic, especially within our own lives and 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 to in relationship to the male experience yes right absolutely this this, is it safe to say that there's a little bit of a problem with emotions when it comes to the traditional masculine understandings of masculinity we kind of talked about this in the first episode i think right with us suppressing crying and responses and stuff in class and you know all that kind of that kind of jazz yeah yeah well i think yeah i think it's definitely a huge challenge and saying that definitely has taken a long time uh, for myself personally. Um, to kind of learn to do in terms of having the ability to not only recognize and validate, so actually like assign meaning and feel like the emotions I'm feeling, again, to use that word, are valid. Um, but then also to kind of understand them and understand sort of, I guess, what they mean and what it looks like for me to kind of learn from them and also be able to kind of overcome them and control and regulate them in a way that's actually beneficial and probably productive, not just for myself, but for people around me as well. Yep. Um, 
<clears throat> and again, then that kind of, I think that leads nicely into the question that I want to ask you is, you know, we're, we're dealing, we're going to be talking about, you know, the, the benefits, as you just said, the benefits of validating your emotions, but that assumes that me and you are, have always been good at validating our emotions and or, yeah. and or are good at it doing it now. Yeah, which, which definitely isn't true. Which definitely yeah. is not true. Sorry to everyone listening. We are not the gurus of validating emotions right now. We will soon be yeah. in, in a year, I think. <laughs> give, give it that a year. Um, but I guess the question to you is, so when have you struggled? Can you think of a time, I guess, that, that you struggled to validate your own emotions and why you think that was? I think that's probably a good starting point. Yeah. Well, probably for the first 16 years of my life, yeah. surely. Sure, yeah, yeah. Definitely those early, early <laughs> years. Those early years of my life. <laughs> yeah. Shortly followed by a stint of becoming a guru. No, I think, um, I think one particular time, definitely, and it's something we've probably talked about extensively, obviously, you having been a close friend as well as Thank other you. close friends as well. Thank you for um, admitting that on air that we are that we are close friends. <laughs> yeah, on record. You don't ever do it in, in private, but that's fine. <laughs> Um, yeah, I guess a time when I definitely I struggled to validate my own emotions was after, I guess, a traumatic incident that I had. So, like, I had a, quite a bad car crash, as you would know. Um, and I guess, in a sense, it was, I guess, the curse of the optimism in me. So, I've always been a person who always looks on the positive side, feels like things aren't that bad, feels like, I guess, it could always be worse, so to speak. I'm blessed... Um, after that particular incident, it's like, you know, I'm blessed to be alive. I'm blessed that um, I'm still, you know, able. I'm blessed that um, I still get to see another day, et cetera. And you, you, like, that's, sorry, just quick, that extrapolating out from that, that's probably something that a lot of people have either either faced immediately or felt like they needed to, how they needed to react to life-threatening decisions, uh, um, instances, right? Yeah, like, exactly. They had to be like, oh, well, at least I, I could have been dead or... I, you know, it could, yeah, it could be worse. It's like this, as you said, the, this, this curse, it's like, oh, so it seems, it seems like there's a, there's a wider social, you know, conversation about like not validating your emotions in certain instances that you have to just be happy or positive or kind of put them away. Well, I guess, yeah. And that's probably why I use the term, the curse of an optimist, because it's very much that if you do kind of see that glass half full, that spans across all occasions. But again, I don't necessarily think that's, um, an excuse and that's probably I guess the negative pulling a negative side of that trait but I think during that time definitely because of that worldview it was almost a case where because for so long I constantly focused on the bright side and probably I guess suppressed emotions where I kind of like again I never really Suppress negative or, or not negative or like... Yeah, suppress negative emotions yeah, yeah. and never really taken the time to sort of understand them and really unpack them and really kind of, I guess, yeah, even within myself assess the impact of them. It's something I realized I probably just, and I guess in hindsight, I didn't actually know how to re- recognize, validate and understand them in order then to overcome them. So I guess what that sort of looked like was very much a period of a lot of anxiety, um, a lot of being down, a lot of, I guess, questioning things um, deeply, but not in a positive way, very much in a negative way and questioning like, you know, the purpose of life and all the rest of it and all of those kind of bigger things. Um, Because I guess through that period, like I said, I didn't have, I guess, the skill set to be able to validate my own emotions in and, that time. And we can and we can kind of 
I guess speak personally that I mean my association with male display of emotions as I think we talked about in this first episode a lot with to do with stoicism a lot to do with um you know kind of suppression and brave and brave all these kind of things that are not to do with sadness or to do with introspection or to do with vulnerability and all these things we kind of talk about so that's what you that's I feel like that's what you're saying where you, you it's like you you didn't have that that skill set, which is given to us by social conditions a lot of the time, that and that you, you couldn't the feelings that you had you you it's, you couldn't even validate them. You couldn't even necessarily understand them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's definitely yeah. And I think it's probably it's a very good point because I feel like it's something that a lot of us, if you're lucky enough to learn from a young age, and you're lucky enough to potentially have maybe even people around you, say parents or friends, who kind of a asking you those right questions and helping you to understand that understand your own emotions and to kind of like look um, introspectively and unpack them and also kind of create spaces where you feel comfortable to do so and talk about them. Um, Potentially you learn at an earlier age, but I think there's probably a lot of people in a similar boat where actually, and obviously comes from really your parents just being average everyday people yeah um, you got to forgive them and yeah you that. have yep. to yep. but you actually just don't learn yep. necessarily how to effectively and you're probably going to then learn as you're telling us in a very traumatic situation in which your emotions are going to burst forward correct and you're through life experience yeah 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 um yeah so i think it's sort of like yeah it's an interesting i guess experience to go through that in life experience and not pause. And I guess it's almost like, a, I guess, in one sense, again, curse of an optimist, it's like thankful that it's sort of like that period happened so like somewhat early on in my life, I guess in the grand scheme of things, depending on how I and how long I end up living for. <laughs> but <laughs> Hopefully very long. Yeah. It also definitely came as such a shock because obviously, I mean, you know, logically speaking, it's like it was the oldest I'd ever been and the wisest I'd ever felt. So for it to happen was very much a, obviously quite a large shock to the system in that sense. Um, yeah. And so just, and speaking on that, obviously, you know, I'm, I'm aware that this happened to you and, and I remember exactly where I was when you told me about this. Um, but, you know, kind of connecting to what, what I said at the start of this episode, the, your inability to validate the emotions in yourself does also then have an impact on, va- on the validating emotions then within others as well. Yeah. Right. And just speaking very s- simply and candidly, I mean, you, you for, for quite a long time didn't talk openly about the emotional experiences associated with that. Yeah. And so it would always somewhat shock me, or not shock me, it would always somewhat like surprised me to hear you to hear about the aftershocks and the after effects of this yeah as you said you know anxieties but also physiological things too that you were were struggling struggling with right like physical things yeah yeah. Uh, you know that's you know physical trauma and stuff um and so it was almost like my like i know i know i'm i'm putting my own narrative into this too but my ability to feel my emotional connection to your situation depend does depend on how you validate your own emotions too if you're not if you're not clear and transparent in how something affected you, what chance do I have then in understanding how something affected you? Yeah, so that's probably. Would you would you would you agree? I know that that always yeah, makes no, it definitely. seem like I'm blaming you for, for me not no, being yeah, 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 emotional yeah, yeah. towards you. No, definitely. Which I am. It's your fault. No. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah. I agree, and I think it go, it probably goes with that. It probably goes both ways as well because I think 
previous to kind of, I guess, that scenario, there were a lot of, I guess, emotions or experiences that I couldn't, could never really understand. And I think I've spoken about this openly as well, where it's sort of like there was things like, um, obviously, having learnt in theory about things like depression and anxiety and, you know, post-traumatic stress, which are probably more like, you know, um, disorders um, by definition, but then also, I guess, um, different emotions and emotional states and, you know, panic and all the rest of it. Um, and kind of like that, like real, like real crippling fear yeah. for things. Mm-hmm. It's very difficult to understand those things in other people and how other people um, experience those things and how other people um, would struggle to express those things and whatever else. Yeah. And I feel like that is probably another one of the implications of not being able to, I guess, recognize and validate your own emotions earlier is that you struggle then to also validate and understand the emotions of others. And it also makes it very uncomfortable for you to be in a place where even a close friend is talking about their emotions with you. Mm, I mean, yeah, spot on. I mean, I I think I've had conversations with friends where I I, I believe, I don't remember who it was exactly, but basically said something to to the effect of what you just said. Like, I can't deal with your emotions. Like, it's too much for me to kind kind of handle. And that has to come from a position of, themselves not validating their own emotions yeah and you know we we're we're not talking about this but what you briefly touched on is you know it's kind of the problem with mental health really (laughs) right we're not we're not going to go down this path talking about this but you're in our inability out of the very impossibility or the the inability to to validate the experience of others and how hard that is Oh, that's got wide-ranging effects. I mean, that's the very reason why it's always a shock when people are depressed and people are because you like how how can I understand your experiences? How can I understand your emotions? Yeah, and that's that's a bigger conversation we're not going to go through. But emotions is a very easy kind of starting point for that. Yeah, yeah. and I'm definitely not going to say that this is the reason why previous generations potentially have struggled with that whole. Um, mental health discussion Mm, mm. but i think it is very apparent that collectively as a society we haven't been great at being able to recognize again recognize and understand our own emotions so therefore it's been very difficult to validate and actually assert you know meaning to some of these conditions and to some of these mental states because quite frankly we've never done it within ourselves and i think it's um yeah, it's come across a lot. I think even in like different like, you know, sessions and say workshops have been in at work around these topics and there's like a cross section of generations or whatever um, that are within it. And it always comes out and even, yeah, people I work with who are potentially a bit older, it's kind of like these things were never spoken about before. Right. So therefore these weren't things that people recognized and yeah. even knew what words to kind of assign them. Because I think that's a really big thing, yeah. actually having the vocabulary and kind of like the emotional literacy so to speak to be able to actually kind of like know what you're feeling and what to call it yeah and if and if we just yeah spot on and if and if if we just even speak just generally and stereotypically especially just again from the male experience if you have this whole history of men not validating their own emotions publicly or certain although sorry the, the spectrum of emotions different certainly certain types of emotions they're not doing that within themselves they're 
then they're not doing that to that's half the population. Then they're not doing that to the other half of the population. <laughs> yeah. and they're doing it to each other. And the, the wide ranging effects of that's crazy. You then have an entire generation just built on top of generations of people just not validating a different emotion other than stoicism or, or strength or, or being positive or, you know, yeah. so, oh, huge. And we can keep talking about that forever. Well, that's actually, yeah, I think that's a good point because I'm curious to know from your perspective, what does taking the time to validate our emotions look like? Yeah. So I think, um, yeah, re understanding your reaction to certain situations. Um, and so your emotional response, right? I don't know if you agree with me, Eddie, but your emotional response is probably not going to be something that you will have in the forefront of your mind. It's going to be an emotional response to a situation. As you know, you started off with this, you know, the definition of emotion, it's a bit more instant and, and it doesn't last as long as a mood or it's reinforced or whatever as you kind of, kind of said. So emotions, emotions in, in that regard, I think, you know, are, are very instant. So reacting, the paying attention to the reaction and then also then on top of that, paying attention to whether you are overreacting or, or underreacting to, to a situation, your emotional understanding with that. And... To, sorry to flip this on you halfway through, but you did have a kind of interesting thing that we talked about before about underreacting and overreacting to situations when it comes to your emotional um, response. Did you want to? Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, yeah. I guess it's this whole um, notion that in a lot of situations people, particularly in kind of bigger, um, let's say, occasions or events that happen, um, people tend to kind of overreact or underreact, underreacting being that kind of shutdown where it's almost like almost that suppression state where you kind of just like withdraw and you just don't know what to do with yourself. You don't know how to handle it. So therefore you do nothing. Like you just kind of like, I just, I'm going to, yeah, I'm just going to curl up in a ball and do nothing about this and just let it happen. Um, so that would mean that your emotions would be quite, you'd be quite, they'd be quite absent and... Yeah, somewhat robotic. Is that what you mean by the potentially? I think it's almost that you're not necessarily registering them. You're ignoring them and just too afraid to kind of, I guess, confront what you're feeling. Um, and then on the complete opposite end of the spectrum, it's almost this rush to kind of fix and solve everything, to take complete control without actually considering and stopping to re recognize what's happening um within yourself around you as well so it's kind of like that's like that overreacting it's kind of like really just turning into i guess almost just like um being that's kind of like oh, i've got to do this and i've got to do that and i've got to do this and I've got correct it. yeah and then i think then now to again i guess apply the final answers to that question that you asked about you know what you know what does taking time to validate our emotions look like i think the validating of an emotion is somewhat paradoxically and maybe you know um it, it it's not a it's about just respecting that emotion the validating of the emotion isn't trying to go okay i'm feeling sad why why do i feel exactly sad in this in this instance what i, I must as you say i must overreact or underreact I must, I must do something in response to this i don't think that's validating your emotion Right, I think that that could be overvalidating the emotion, right, or or or, under, or or undervalidating. I think validating is something that I talk about a lot with 
with a lot of people and myself, I just really like this word, this, this gap, right? Just allowing that you have an emotional response. You, don't, you, you do not need to ascribe some kind of like meaning to it within yourself and all this stuff, just to, just to notice that you have an emotional response to this. And almost, almost just try to listen to it. I feel, I feel sad, immediately sad in responses, immediately jealous or whatever. Yeah. This is not a poor uh, reflection of me as a character as an identity is not a poor there is i think we should try and strip our value-based judgments from our emotional reactions so lengthen i think lengthen the time between the emotional response and then your you know you're intellectualizing of it you're thinking of it oh why this why that why this so i think i think words like pause and and gaps and silent and you know just kind of respecting the emotion i think because uh, I, right, I think validation definitely has. I think it's associated. Associative words would be respect and 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 honesty and vulnerability and stuff, which means to allow things to sit. You don't need to react immediately. No. Yeah. Because that would affirm moods then, right? Then as well, right? Like if you reacted immediately, if you had a sad emotion, you're like, oh my gosh, it's just so much, so much sadness. Then you're stuck in a in a, in a kind of. Well, yeah, I state. guess that's probably what happened definitely what would happen to me in the sense that because again because you didn't necessarily know how to regulate and really i guess that first step to your point the first step of sort of i guess regulating emotions is really i guess just even recognizing that you're feeling an emotion and probably recognizing that it's okay to feel that emotion right and that's that's that validation piece that's the first step it's not necessarily that um, yeah, to your point, it's not necessarily that you kind of like instantly, and that's probably, I guess, the overreaction and probably not necessarily learning to deal with them or regulate them properly, that you're like, I'm feeling sad, I've got to get happy quick yeah. and running to try and find something to kind of take your mind off that thing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you, you're, not, you're not allowing yourself to learn or grow from that emotion and, and you also just... Yeah, you're denying, you're, you're setting yourself up to, for uh, many, many pitfalls because that sadness emotion is going to keep coming up. Correct. So you it's can't really, always be happy. Exactly. Yeah. So it's really about, yeah, taking that time to recognize, validate. But then I think it's like once you've kind of recognized and accepted that to your point, when you're in a place that you feel a bit more clarity and it could be immediate like it could be immediately after depending on how significant this emotional response has been or it could be um, a couple days or whatever it looks like it's actually taking the time to like understand what that meant to you like you said what is it telling you about this situation is it telling you that this thing is important to you um for example it's sort of like if you screw up um let's say a presentation or something mm-hmm. at work, right? Which I always do. Yeah, which a lot of people, <laughs> yeah, 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 which I can't imagine you ever, yeah. You don't, you're not in a position to ever do that. Yeah, um, I do not have a job in which I'm <laughs> presenting. <laughs> but it's, um, yeah, I guess it's that whole thing where it's like someone, I guess, might struggle to see why it's significant to you. Mm-hmm. Like that, you screw up, it's like, oh, come on, it's just a presentation. Don't worry, it wasn't a big deal kind of thing. Actually, that obviously, again, that comes back to the validating of emotions and how you validate others, but within yourself as well, if that really actually impacted you and it's as trivial as that or it's something bigger where it's like it's a breakup and someone's broken up with you, 
Allow it to impact you. For, for Allow it to impact you. Yeah, yeah. Validate, yeah. recognize that it's actually okay for those things to impact you and for you to have a response to them that aren't always positive and that you don't need to move from negative state because negative emotions aren't necessarily bad. Mm-hmm. Again, it's like, what is it telling you? How do you deal with this? It's telling you likely that that thing was important to you or that person's opinion was important to you or you respected um and actually really enjoyed that time you had with him yes and and then immediately i think you allowing yourself to feel those things by not by not uh putting up different emotional responses in response to that initial emotion uh, invites other people to also um you know share in your emotional response it it invites camaraderie solidarity community it invites friendships um and now this is so this guy, we've kind of been talking about, I guess, the benefits of this, but I, I kind of wanted to just quickly, quickly return actually to the to the story that you mentioned about, you know, the the act, the accident that you had. Yeah. What we were just talking about this, but we 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 didn't talk we didn't talk about this before, so I'm flipping this on you live on air. Yeah. But right. What What do you think? Something that if you had your time over, I guess, in response to that situation, what would you have, I guess, done to validate your emotions? I think. I would have definitely tried to have taken the time for myself. So I think as well for context, obviously, and you're aware of a context, because I was in that accident with my partner and she was also hurt and far more hurt than I was physically in that scenario, I definitely felt like I didn't almost I didn't I didn't have the right and again this comes to validation I didn't have the right necessarily to feel some of the things I felt and to feel mm. as down as I did right which is such a um that's almost like a, a very a common story again in today like do you have the right to feel certain ways yeah. in in certain situations and to to immediately have that thought about an an instinctive response an emotional response is so damaging to your way of dealing with that situation. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I think it's sort of like, I guess, to your question, what would I have done if I had my time again? I think I definitely would have stepped away and shaken myself up and been like, no, it's okay for you to be down. It's okay for you to feel anxious about, you know, being, it's okay to feel anxious about being outside <laughs> in these initial phases of time you know i think it's like i think it's almost like as simple as i would have told myself it's okay and i think it took me a long time obviously to recognize and tell myself that what i was feeling is okay and even a long time to also again to be able to validate with myself and then also to even share it with my close friends Mm -hmm. and have them kind of say to me it's so okay for you to feel that way. Yeah, and that it doesn't need an answer right now. It doesn't need this like goal-driven, like, oh, we're going to fix it. Yeah. Because I know, you know, a couple of people that I've interacted with, um, some female friends of mine are speaking about, you know, uh, say brothers of theirs or whatever, like say they, they don't like speaking to their brothers about their emotions because the response is always, what can we do? What can we do? What can we yeah, do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, that's, very gen- that's a very, you know, gender take. That, that can just be anyone. Yeah, that's, yeah, That yeah. sucks at validating their emotions, but, we, you know, we are doing male podcast here. I think that is a big thing for men, uh, for me personally as a man, is like, okay, if there's the emotion, you don't need to, well, what do I need to do now to fix this? Yeah. 
how do I get this away? And I think that's right. That's probably connected to what you were, you were saying. Like, yeah, either, definitely. Yeah. And I think it's also connected to that overreacting piece in response to not being able to, again, to be able to validate and understand because we haven't taken the time probably mm. in those instances to sit, reflect and learn from our own emotions as men. Cause I know it's definitely something I used to do. I don't know if it's something you used to do um, with friends as well, that it'd be like a friend would even like a breakup. You know, it's a classic high school mate, his girlfriend, his first love breaks up with him and you're like, all right, let's go. I'm going to get you in a good mood. Yeah. That's, right? that has to be a very, very male based thing, right? Like, well, like I that, think it's that. a human thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I do, yeah. I do think we yeah. particularly have a problem with it. Definitely. Yeah. But I sure. think that's one of the key benefits of being able to validate your own emotions is that when a friend, a family member, someone close to you goes through something and has a probably quite a more significant emotional response, that you can just sit in silence with them mm, and mm, empathize. So essential. And not feel like you have to solve it. That you can be inquisitive and you can be helpful and you can be but you can be helpful in your silence where you can just sit there and let them speak and let them share what they're going through without any without any judgment or putting in any opinion which is easier said than done so that that takes rehearsal that takes years i've i've only at times been happy with how i've yeah, dealt with that with, with other people, yeah. you know, like definitely you said like definitely throughout my history of people expressing emotionally, I've, I've gone, how can we fix this? What can we do about this? Yeah. You know? And, and for me personally, I've, I definitely learned that from my father, my father, I watched him deal emotionally with me and my brother and other situations being like, we like, let's get this done. And there's, that's admirable. I'm not saying that's always a bad yeah, thing. Yeah. 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 But um, the the subtle the subtle and long lasting effects of that I think are really damaging and worth and and are worth working towards to avoid. Yeah. To and as you said, I think I don't think there's some anything more beautiful than someone coming to you emoting and knowing that they're not going to. Because if you respond to them with "Let's go do something," "Let's go fix, fix it," they they're gonna feel crap about feeling that emotion because they're gonna feel like they failed. If if there's an easy yeah. answer, they feel like, "Well, I haven't been providing that answer for myself." So they're gonna be like, "Wow, okay." So I I, was, I feel bad already. Then on top of that, I'm failing. Yeah. That's like. Yeah. That's not great. Yeah. Like, and and that's not great for everyone. And then yeah. So I th- I th- I think what you said there is beautiful. And I think that's the that's really the key. That's the validating of emotions. That space allowing it to kind of sit. Yeah, and I think it's like one of the biggest things as well. There's a kind of add-on to that is really learning to sit in our own discomfort so that we aren't so uncomfortable in others' discomfort, if Mm -hmm. that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I think that's one of the biggest things. And I think that's the big thing for males in particular. And I know that's definitely been a big thing for myself and a big thing for friends as well, that because we don't take the time to sit in our own discomfort, particularly when it comes to emotions and emotional response. We struggle when someone in the circle, and it's that a whole thing where it's like, someone's going through something, they're like, I don't want to bring it up and like bring everyone down at boys night or whatever and stuff. Yeah. Because it's like such a culture. We struggle to sit or like for any discomfort to be brought in without us being able to empathize and recognize actually that discomfort that we're going to sit in is far more important than the good time we could potentially be having for that person. 
And that's an incredibly hard lesson to tell <laughs> younger selves. <laughs> so, like, that's obviously impossible. Almost impossible. That's going to come with age and growing up, obviously. But, uh, you know, to add another, you know, little uh, add to your saying the curse of the opt- optimist, I think this is, like, for men, uh, for myself, the curse of the pragmatist as well. Yeah. You know, being pragmatic about it. And, and I think that's, yeah, as you say, like, they're like, yeah, I don't want to bring yeah, me the boys. Yeah, man. <laughs> This is, that is certain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, that's, yeah, I, again, it's just spot on. I'm just agreeing now with everything you're saying, like that, that the benefits of sitting in that discomfort are going to provide so much more solidarity on the boys' night than you would by d- denying that. Yeah. Like you'd become more of the boys if you actually like validated each other's emotions. <laughs> like if you really want close male, male friends, which we all do as, as men and as, just as individuals, that's, you know, that's a pretty good way to go about starting that and doing that. Yeah. Right. Um, okay. Uh, any final questions? Any, any thoughts? No, I guess to wrap this up, really, I guess we talked about obviously emotions shared struggles around validating emotions the impacts of that um and also looked at i guess the benefits of being able to recognize and understand our own emotions which are far-reaching and like you said are probably actually more beneficial to our friendships than the good times we try to mask yeah yeah the good times that are detached from emotions or, or negative or certain types of emotions yeah yeah I think I think it is key that we're talking about like we're denying we're not saying that you're, people are just emotional in general, but I think the inability to validate emotions is is more about like it's about the inability inability to validate the emotional spectrum that we all mm. and recognizing that we are emotional beings. I think yes. we, we 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 definitively are. This is how we exist yeah. <laughs> emotionally. If I get one closing note on this um, conversation, I think it's that we. <laughs> are far more emotional than we are rational and yeah we behave accordingly yeah i'm not going to add anything else to that thanks for the chat no worries if you want to keep chatting follow us on instagram at eddie and alex.mp3 catch ya